Hi there. Thank you for clicking to listen to the first episode of season five of Permeated in God's Presence. God has been so, so amazing and I can't even thank him enough for how far we have come. If this is your first listening, I can bet you it is no coincidence that you are here right now. I pray that God reveals himself to you through this episode and even the previous seasons. And for those who are already family, constantly listening and sharing, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. And I pray this continues to bless you. I'm just this Jesus girl, finding so much joy in sharing the word of God as the Holy Spirit helps me to encourage someone out there. Because as you already know, we can't stop being intentional about prophesying the promises in the word of God as we journey towards understanding God's will and purpose for our lives in different seasons thank you god for a new day thank you for seeing us through the month of february thank you for a new month thank you because we know that the rest of the year is indeed set to be the best for us oh god and i pray that as we listen to your word that has come in time and in season in this moment i pray almighty god and father that i will not be the hearers alone but doers of your word in jesus name amen all right now to the message in marketing there's something we call consumer touch points which pretty much refers to the various places and times along a consumer's journey where a brand can take an action that influences the consumer to make a purchase decision so as i started second kings 5 last night the holy spirit opened my eyes to a new dimension on the story of Naaman. It's a popular one that you may already know. Um, but this time I started to mentally note the various touch points on Naaman's journey to healing. But most importantly, our perspective as believers on how we expect things to turn out or we expect God to move. You see, God moves in the most unusual ways, far from what we expect or imagine. So think about following through every touch point towards your breakthrough. Then just at the very end, you're getting tired and you almost jinx it because the way in which God chose to move was not how you expected it. But before I delve deeper into managing our expectations when it comes to the things of God, let's run through the different touch points where the Holy Spirit just talks us into moving God's way. First is the awakening. You see, the story of Naaman in 1 Kings 5.1 starts off by telling us how proud the king of Aram was of Naaman because he was a great and victorious warrior, but he had leprosy. While this is perceived as a limitation, it didn't sound much like it, simply because it was as though despite the leprosy, he was still victorious at what he did anyways. So Naaman himself didn't realize that he needed to be healed. Now that explains why it took his wife's maid to actually point out in verse 3 saying, I wish my master should go see the prophet in Samaria, he would heal him. You know, a lot of us are believers and sometimes we're stuck in our ways and it takes a discerning friend or a sibling or parents or pastor, even a total stranger, you know, to prompt us in the way that God is actually leading us. You see, just like a consumer of my product, for example, they may not realize that they need this product until I help them see through a TV ad, for example, which is a touch point 
that there is a problem or a gap and therefore positioning my products as the solution that they need. You know, maybe there's something you haven't yet quite recognized as a problem in this moment, but God wants more for you. I pray that just like Naaman, your eyes are opened and you experience an awakening by the power of the Holy Spirit to move in the direction that God is leading you. But most importantly, the next thing I'll speak to is the obedience. You see, I can't overemphasize the power of obedience. It's one thing to experience the awakening and then it's another to respond to it. You see, obedience and faith is the bridge that leads us to what God has for us. And for a lot of us, we hear God when he speaks either directly to us or through people. But we sometimes need a confirmation before we make that move. So in Naaman's case, when you continue to read up until verse 4, after Naaman heard the maid's suggestion, he went to the king and told him this. Then the king also said to him again, go and visit the prophet. So what also struck me here is the fact that God can use anyone to lead you into his secret place. You know, I love that these were actually two extremes. His wife's maid, who was actually a captive, and then the king. You see, God has such a huge sense of humor. So I pray that you never undermine the vessels he chooses to use when he speaks to you. You know, I pray that your desire to obey is more important than who he sent your way. Finally, I'll just speak to the expectation. You see, this for me is the part where a lot of us can easily miss it. Why? Because we go past the awakening or recognition and when we move in obedience and faith, then just at the verge of our breakthrough, we almost miss it simply because it's not how we expected. It's not what we expected. You know, remember Naaman was a victorious warrior who didn't even recognize his limitation as such until God opened the eyes of those around him to lead him to his breakthrough. Now he made this trip to see the prophet with horses and chariots. So we go. And then he gets to Elisha's house. But the best Elisha could do was to send a messenger to tell Naaman what he needs to do to get healed, which was to go and dip himself in the river Jordan seven times. And Naaman was a man that commanded authority, right? So his expectations were quite huge and only normal. And of course, he was upset and said in verse 11, oh, I thought he would, you know, suddenly come out to meet me. You know, I expected him to wave his hand, pray to his God and vow lamb healed. This is how a lot of us get with God. You don't know how close you are to your breakthrough. If only you set aside how you expect God to move. You see, yet again, it took the discerning people who had accompanied him to make him see how easy the instruction he was given is. You see, so maybe you are so focused on how you expect God to move that you don't even realize that he's giving you the easier way out. Sometimes we want to be so involved in the how, but I don't know who this is for today, this week, this month, this year. Release your expectations and let God be God. Your preference will not always lead you to your purpose. So I pray that you desire more of God's way than yours now and always. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word that you have sent in time and in season, O God. Lord, we pray that like Naaman, let our eyes be open to the need that we need you and we want you. Father, open up our hearts and our minds to receive from you, O God.
Almighty God and Father, I decree and I declare that through every face and every touch point, from the awakening to when we obey and you know to our expectation, Lord, I pray that we lean into you and we just surrender it all at your feet. Thank you, Almighty God and Father, because we will not give up at the verge of our breakthrough. In the moment where God has said he's setting something up for us, I pray, oh God, that you give us the grace and the patience to wait on what you have. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so very much for listening. And I hope that you are as excited as I am for everything that God is set to do in this new season. Please continue to share with your loved ones and encourage someone out there with the word. God bless you and remain in his presence. Bye.